Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Right. And conversely, if you're doing the wrong thing, you're going to see the wrong thing. Right. And, and so, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist many times to, to look at situations. And, and, you know, sometimes people think, well, you know, did God give you a word about my, about my marriage? Well, you know what? I didn't even have to have a word. <laughs> I just kind of looked I, I for, for you know, like 15 <laughs> seconds and thought, yeah, something's wrong here. Um, and not even, yeah, and I wouldn't even have to have a godly person come in sometimes and look at, at the, the structure of things. And you're like, well, you know what? You're going to have some problems here. Um, you know, you, you don't have to have somebody who is a rocket scientist, um, to observe some things when they're, you know, they're being built to see that, you know, something's off here or structural engineer um when kids are playing jenga you know and uh, you, you know what <laughs> it's all hey, just a matter of and, time and one kid says down. to another one uh that's going to cause it to fall if you do that and the other kid looks at me <laughs> and says no you're not a structural engineer well you know you don't have to be okay you, you just you just it's have to kind of look at things and go like it's hmm. leaning really <laughs> something's it's listing to the right yeah something's not right here and so if you have something in your life, in your family, it doesn't look right, then why not get into the Word of God and find out what the Word of God has to say about, about making changes? Because God is a God of the miraculous. Right. But miracles, the way, like in the, 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 the gift of the Spirit, it's called the working of miracles. Working. Yeah. It's not just miracles. It's it's miracles. No, it's the working (laughs) of miracles. That means you've got to work it. Okay? You've got to move it, move it. You've got to do something. You have to get involved for the miracle to take place. A lot of people think miracles it's a sovereign thing. No, it's it's people moving along the lines with God to see the miracle take place. You have to give God something to work with. Yes. God's so always, he's, he has to have something to work with. And so if you've got a big mess going on in your life, what can you, you don't just say, oh, God, God, come and you just change everything. I'm going to sit back and do nothing. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. God's going to give you a plan, and you're going to have to work the plan. Yes. And a miracle can come forth. Right. But you're going to have to make some changes. Right. You're going to have to do something. You're right. going to have to get involved. Not, not just like, you know, putting your fingers, your hands through your hair, grabbing your head, going like, oh, no, this is, this is bad. Well, you know what? It might be bad. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that some situations aren't bad. Some situations are absolutely terrible. Right. Some, some are just like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like how in the world could this get turned around? We just had a, a couple with us um, that were ministering with us a, a week ago, uh, Wes and Regina Weber. And, and I will just tell, you know, some of you uh, out there, you pastors and everything like this, um, this is a couple you could have come in that would, uh, an amazing testimony. When, when they came to me 
with the issue that they, the things that were going on in their marriage. This is some years ago. Mm-hmm. And this is what's going on. You know, I was just like, oh my gosh. You know, I don't, I don't, in the natural, I don't even know what to say. I have no idea. I'm just, and it's not that I don't get that way. Um, because still, right, many times we're, right. we're talking with people. I am totally praying under under my breath. Yes. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I've got to have a word from you, right? Because I'm not going to give somebody my natural wisdom and just like, oh, okay, we'll just do this. This is what I tell everybody that comes in the office. No, no. I don't have a pat answer for anything. I'm right. just like, I w- I want to have a word from God for your situation, right? And 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 Wes and Regina, it was. I, I told them. I said, you you're like. For you to get things turned around, it would be like one in a million. Mm-hmm. And, and God, and, but it took obedience, and it took a lot of hard work. And, and they're still working. Absolutely. No. And, and, we're not, and know that we're not saying anything that they have not said publicly. So oh, right, right, we, right, we right, wouldn't right. even be sharing. No. You know, but I'm this, just, but, I, yes. the only reason I brought their situation it's up, and like you said, and, and she, right. uh, Regina even mentioned it. She goes, I, I, I still realize, given the testimony here, that God's still doing you know, a deep work yes. in everything. But, and, but we had them, of course, their missionaries uh, into Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. and also um, are phenomenal in in helping helping men and women in in marriage issues here because of things that they've gone through because what you have come through and you have put forth the effort yes you have you've given god everything that you can done everything in the natural that you can do then you say god will you will you turn things around jabez lord i need yes. your help yes. okay i believe this can be turned would you increase me and god will bless you but you've got to put forth the effort incredible effort sometimes yes. i mean wes <laughs> talked about how he would spend like 10 hours a day in in the word and praying and, and studying and, mm-hmm. and lord change me and lord burn that out of me and i mean just it was and there know, was a lot to burn out month. yes yeah. Yes. And and realizing again a lot of that stemming from his childhood but then being involved in pornography and you know that this unfortunately the statistics these days are astounding in the in the terrible way of how many people are involved in pornography. Oh my god. And gosh. how it is such a stronghold and it in is their a life. Destruct- it is such a so destructive, destructive thing from yes. hell. It is because it actually, you know, people that are viewing it and and it, of course, there's more men still than women, but there's actually a, a very much increasing um, a population of women that are being bound by pornography yeah. as well. And we'd be stupid to even think that those that are listening here, out of everybody that listens, all the ones that listens, mm-hmm. that nobody is affected by this right now. Right. I know that's 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 not true. Right. The, the, yeah, the statistics are just they're, so... They're and, and, staggeringly and, and, high. And maybe it's not something that you yourself, maybe you're like, well, I, I, don't, I don't look at pornography very often you know it's things like that it's but you you're still influenced by it and even if you might say i have i have a a handle on it right or it doesn't <laughs> affect anybody else but th- that's such the lie of the enemy and the trick of of the enemy because it actually destroys people's ability to even have a normal relationship what they think doesn't affect anybody else cuz it's only them viewing it but you don't actually realize what it what it does when it, it even within the, your brain and the excitement that you get from that you can't 
pretty soon you can't actually have a normal relationship with your wife or with your husband at all. And of course the, the way that it opens up the door to the enemy to affect your whole family and you have no, you can't even receive from God. Like when you pray for people that are bound in pornography, they literally cannot receive from God. No, not at all. You have to have to get free of it. You have to have such a hatred for it. And, and, I mean, and you have to loathe what it what it is. And you have to you have, at the same time have to have a desperation before the Lord to burn it out of mm, you. Like, why oh do my, you go yeah. to that? Absolutely. You know? But a lot of people don't want to just get honest with the Lord because, again, um, honesty and integrity are like foundational things that should be in our life. But it's one of those things, again, that society is just destroying that you, the need for it or just, or just like, you know, people make an excuse for everything. Like notice, even the wording has changed. It's not a lie anymore. It's a fabrication of the (laughs) truth. Everything is softened, right? You know, there's no, that doesn't even sound bad. A fabrication. of It's no more adultery. Yeah. It's an affair. Yeah, like like a like a happy thing, or it's you know I I didn't steal I I just misappropriated the funds, like as in I just put them in the wrong account, I just shifted things and it wasn't quite right. But there's nothing wrong with it. You still have it here. No, actually, you're a thief. Mm-hmm. You stole. See, people don't even want to. You know, again, when you purity. Let me just say, this, purity should be a part of every part of our life. Why? Because that brings the power into our life, the power of God into our life. And people, honestly, they can't handle power these days. They can't handle the raw power of God. They can't handle purity at all. Purity is extremely powerful. In yeah, whatever you're talking about, even even if you had pure alcohol, oh my gosh, that that could almost kill you, you know. Or How you had pure vanilla. Yes, right. You know, Ooh. I mean, w- which is everything that it actually is supposed to be. We're Absolutely. supposed to have purity, but 100%. you pay a price to be a pure vessel before God, and especially There's you're going to have to purity, such incredible yes. strength. And boldness that you operate in. And so, you know, people will try to criticize your boldness. Like, that's what they come against here. With, you know, yeah. whether it's me, you know, I, I can't, you know, women can't teach. Um, or whether it's you and what you say or giving away a gun or what, it, whatever, you know, because we operate in purity and power and the boldness of the Holy Ghost. But understand, we pay a price to do that. Our life... 100% is set apart to the Lord and we are continually have to go before the Lord burn in me burn out anything that would try to hinder me don't you know don't let me give into the mindset of of the world or backing down or or getting offended or you know all of these these hard issues but again this all goes back to if you're going to increase, you have to be that vessel that is set apart from him. If you're going to have increase in your family, you're going to have increase in your business, you're going to have increase in spiritual gifts, you're going to have increase of walking in financial blessing or the love of God or anything like that, increase in the vision God gives you or whatever, you have to have purity. Not allowing things of the world to attach themselves, and especially the stupid ways that the world thinks and tries to put on you. So it really, if you can limit influences that that bring that, that will help you tremendously. Absolutely. Like what you said there, babe, purity is, there is such power. Yes. Another, Another word for purity that has gotten 
all whacked out in the church mm-hmm. is holiness. Oh, you're right. That is so good. Is holiness. It's gotten a bad rap. Right. The, oh, right. That's, that's just, that's, that's, that's part of the holiness thing and everything. And so, and so you think <clears throat> that, and they label things to try to take the power out of something. Right. But I want to tell you, God is calling to himself a holy people. Yes. Which means a pure people. Yes. And in God's power, I mean, God, he is a holy God. Yes. And he is a powerful God. And you cannot separate holiness and power. Right. There is no possible way that they are joined together. They are one. Mm-hmm. And when you want to see the most dynamic power of God flowing, you're going to have to have a holy vessel, a pure vessel. Right. And there is a price to pay for purity. Like I mentioned vanilla. You, you can mm-hmm. go to the store and you can get some imitation vanilla and you're not going to pay hardly anything. Yeah, it kind of tastes like it, mm-hmm. but it's not the real deal. Right. And then you're going to find some place where you're going to get some, some real Mexi- Mexican vanilla. Mm. I mean, that stuff, woo, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> it is powerful. And it's transforming because you use that instead of imitation vanilla and your life changes. It's just like it, there is such a huge difference. But most people are used to the substitute. Yeah, They're the used to the watered stuff. down. Yes. There's the softened, the yes. um, whatever. But the thing is that what God needs in his people in these days is for us to increase in power. Right. The church has to be powerful. Jesus Christ, when he returns, he's coming for a pure, spotless, powerful bride. Yes. Now, do those, wow, powerful bride. You know what? <laughs> What's that mean? It's like an Amazon woman? You know? <laughs> That's, that, is, that is the bride of Christ who knows her place. Uh-huh. And, and she is strong in the Lord and in the power of him his might Mm -hmm. and she knows who she is and i don't i don't have a problem being a man saying i'm part of the bride of christ Mm -hmm. because jesus christ is my covering he is the head and 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 i am i'm joined together with him and and through me many more are being produced through me, so true. Amen. I mean, I, I, Amen. through my life, um, uh, people are being birthed into the kingdom of right. God. Absolutely. Okay, and so we are the bride of Christ, and we do it because of what He has put inside of us, mm-hmm. and it's coming out, and it is producing life, and it is producing, it is producing people who are. It's a combination of of what God's put inside of me, and. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing a powerful, a powerful um, coming together of, of the word of God inside of people's lives, the power of God, and you're seeing a dynamic, a dynamic um, bride of Christ that is rising, mm-hmm. full of glory, full of power, 
full of the word of God, demonstrating the power of God everywhere she goes, not backing down, not taking flack, not backing up because the government, you know, says, oh, you have, you need to, you need to do this. You need to stop doing this. No, no, no. We're going to do what the word of God says to do. And we're going to increase and we're going to take ground and we're not going to back off. And right. we will continue to increase. Oh, absolutely. And we will absolutely. continue to do what the word of God says. You can't, you, the, the governments of the world have come too, too late to think that they can control the church. Yeah. It's oh, not going to happen. So of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. Yes. And so we just, we just continue to be influential everywhere we go. And, and, and just continue to take ground. This is what God's called us to do. We're going to, we're going to see God move in mighty ways, in such powerful ways. And God wants to use you. God wants to use me. But we're going to have to make adjustments. We're going right. to have to say, Lord, what is it that you need me to do? Right. How can I change so my life can become more powerful, so that my life can increase in power. Right. Look at your life right now. What would you say is the weakest area of your life? Mm-hmm. What would you say is the weakest area? That's a great question. God wants to strengthen that, but it's going to take some change. Right. And it's not just, oh God, you come and do it. No, no, no. God will give you the key. He'll give you the word you can stand with, but he's going to cause you to make some changes. You're going to have to do something to be able to turn things around. There are some people that are, <clears throat> that you're incredible people. You've got great things going on. Let's just say you're a, you're a, you're a businessman and you've got, you've got a great business and, and things are going, things are going pretty well. And you know, you're, you know, you've got a, you've got a good family and, and you know, you've, you know, you've spent some time and developed your, your family, your, your wife is, you got, you got a strong marriage and you've got a, you've got a, uh, your, your kids have come up and they're doing well and everything. Your business is, you know, it, it's doing pretty good also. And everything seems to just be, do, be doing good, but spiritually you're not really imparting too much. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, you, you, have, you have a little voice, but God says you could have a much greater voice. Right. You could be much more influential. And maybe you're in a situation or a circumstance where, where you have, you, you've, you've allowed, allowed what your, uh, like the vessel that you are associated with is, is too small. And you've got to, it's just like, you know, um, a crab or not, not a crab, um, uh, like a conch or something like that. They oh, continue yeah. to grow and they've got to go from, from one little small thing to something larger and everything like that. You need to be able to increase. Right. And so every church should be increasing in its influence. Yes. If you're stuck in a place who will not allow you to increase right. where you cannot you cannot grow and you cannot continue to, to do things. Now there's some people that are in churches that are increasing that, you know, they'd say, well, I don't have anything to do. No, it's just because you're a lazy butt and you won't go out into the community. You won't be out involved in outreaches or anything else. You know, all you do is you just want to, you want to be behind the pulpit and you want to, you want to speak behind the pulpit. I don't want to tell you, that's not how I got started. And 
And so much of my of my ministry, it's not behind the pulpit of somebody else. I'll make my own. I'll go anywhere. I'll go into whatever nation of the world, and I'll I'll preach the gospel in places that nobody else has been before. And I have done that, and 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 that's what causes increase. But if you're a, in a place where you're not able to increase, I want to encourage you. Ask God, Lord, what do I need to do? What changes do I have to make so that I can become greater? I mm-hmm. can become more influential. So my borders can be expanded so that my influence can increase. Maybe it's a thing in your job. Maybe you're stuck in a, in a, in a bad situation. Maybe you're in a partnership with somebody who you, that's not of God and you need to cut that off and you need to allow God to increase you because you are the, you're the, 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 the strong righteous one in that. I want to tell you, don't be associated. Don't be in business with the ungodly. Right. Oh my gosh, that is such a way to limit you. You will. And take you will you be in the limited. Wrong direction. Yeah. And, and and things will not go as as God plans for them right. to. You might be saying, "Okay, you know, I've got a little bit of, I've got you know some success, and I'm doing all right. All right is not good enough." All right's not good enough. Are you going to settle for all right? Really? Do you push it in other areas of your life, or or is everything just like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, all right? So you're a mediocre person. And so is that what you're going to settle for in life? Just kind of average? Are you just going to average dude? Or, or are you a person who, who says, no, this is, this is the way it is. I, I want to push it. I want to excel. Mm-hmm. If that's you, then, then make a plan to excel in every area of your life. Don't draw back in some areas. Stop being wimpy in these areas. And I know I'm pushing some buttons. I feel it in, right. my, in my spirit right now. Yes. But this is of God. You need to listen. God wants to bless you. God wants to increase you. But there are some strategies of increase that you've got to take. And you've got to stop turning a deaf ear and a blind eye to these things that God has pointed out to you. And I'm not the first person to, to bring this up. It's just like a, a burr in your saddle. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm getting it in the podcast. You know, <laughs> it, it, it was just, just you know, this person here, that person over there yeah Yeah. and and now pastor todd is like uh, you know tweaking this thing and he's me and pastor todd i want to tell you that no sorry that's my job no no, i'm not sorry not sorry not sorry at all amen that that that's part of my job to spur people to increase come on let's do let's do more let's do greater and and let's excel and 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 get out of the rut Get out of the rut. And that's where I, I feel someone is right now. You're in a rut. You're, you're just going along with things, and you're like, you know, I can kind of stand on my tippy toes. I can see out of the rut. But it's not seeing out of the rut. You need to be, you need to be able to, to go in all kinds of different directions, but you are very limited. You've, you've gotten yourself in a situation. I don't know what it was that got you in the situation, but God wants to set you free from that. He wants to increase you. He wants to bless you in incredible ways, but you have got to make a change. Yes. And this isn't the first time you've heard this word. You've got to make a change. But, and you have to, it, it's going to take effort. It's going to take effort. And, and it's going to seem like I'm going to, I'm going to have to take a step back before I can go forward. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. That, that often happens, that actually. O- so often happens. you got to go low before you go up. Mm-hmm. That's and so, so true. Because sometimes we, we, we have settled, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's just not, it's not the plan. It's not the plan that God has at all. And it's actually, it hurts the body of Christ, and that's why 
it, 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 nothing that we do only just affects us and even what God has called us to do. And the people that, that you, you might even be a great Christian and do great things like what you were saying, like in, in areas or whatever, but actually what you do, you're not attaching it to eternity. It doesn't actually have an eternal purpose, what you're doing. And the body of Christ suffers and, excuse me, is not actually, where it should be because you don't realize the vital part that you play. And it's so important, you know, people sometimes downplay the importance of even who they're hooked up with in spiritual ways and the church that they go to. They, they attend somewhere out of comfort. And you might say, well, you're a pastor, and so that's why you're saying that. Actually, not. No. Because this is the way that we have lived, actually. Remember, we haven't always pastored a church. We've done many different things in ministry, and we've served as a yeah, yeah. and and served as associate pastors and stuff. So we haven't always been like senior pastors, and so but but we've recognized even when we look back, there's been key times within the ministry that God has called us to do where we had to make a strategic change, and it was in the natural taking a step back first, and some changes like. I remember even when we left Tulsa to go to move to Tampa because we realized we were doing it out of obedience to the Lord, but we also realized that we needed to be in a place where there was bigger vision that was cast before us and that challenged us and that opened up new things for us. And in the natural, that was very hard. We were leaving family. You know, we recently had had our oldest son, Bryce. So to leave the grandparents, to leave what was kind of sure, to leave what was like, um, even though we were out traveling, in missions and evangelism and stuff, we always had a home church we came back to and they, they even used the giftings that we had. And, you know, it's just like a secure thing, you know, and, and not just with family, but with family and, and ministry and what was known and where we had, you know, been for, especially my husband for many years and all this kind of stuff. So at first it seemed like an impossible thing. It seemed like we were taking a step back, but it was exactly what we needed to do. And if we hadn't have done that, we couldn't have received the increase. And of course, that just led to another area of increase and another expansion. And when you look back, you see the beautiful plan of how everything wove together and exactly what the God, what God had for you. But at the time when it comes time to make a step, you don't see any of that. No, In you fact, don't. you really are just making, uh, you're just totally hanging on to God with everything, which is what faith is. You know, you have nothing in the natural to look on or you just got to, again and again, you remind yourself, see through the eye of faith, see through the eye of faith. You know, we're following Lord, you're leading. We're following your word. Thank you, Father, for confirming your word. And it's, as they would describe it as, I don't even like the saying, but kind of like blind faith, if you've heard that before. Mm-hmm. It's not at all. It's actually true eyesight and true faith because you're using, that's how you're viewing things, not from the natural, but from the spirit. And that's what you have to do. But so I'm, I'm saying all that to say that, that we're not talking about things and advising on things that we have not done ourselves and when you have seen increase take place, and then I can look back and see there was a couple times when maybe we missed it or we were slow in doing things or whatever, and how it hindered the increase. And we were frustrated and what's going on and God, we're living for you and God, we're paying a price or whatever, but we weren't doing it when God said to do it. The timing of the Lord is extremely important and you can't sit there and just sit on your butt and think that like you get to decide when you can move with God. No, he'll just actually, you know what happens? Especially I believe in these days because everything is accelerated. He goes and finds someone else who's actually being a faithful steward. Yeah. Because you're not when you don't move when God tells you to move. 
And I mean, I, I'm... Understand, again, I hold myself to the same standard because God speaks us to move or make adjustments or whatever, even in in the gifting and the calling that he has for us. We cannot, we don't have the luxury to go, oh, I don't feel like it. Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have the staff for that. And You know, stupid, lame excuses that other people are like, oh, no, no, use natural wisdom. You can't do that right now. No, you don't. You throw out natural wisdom when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, That's actually. Right. Yeah. You can use natural wisdom when you don't have the leading of the Holy Spirit or you don't have a specific instruction. But there's some of you right now, you're actually receiving specific instruction. You feel like you're getting a kick in the seat of the pants. It's actually the Holy Ghost using our voices right now. Ta-da. <laughs> and let me just say this one more thing and then we'll close this okay. off. Don't be a hit or miss Christian. Oh, so good. Because sometimes people will say, well, this is what God wants me to do. And you start in a direction and, and you'll do well for, for a matter of weeks or months. And, then, and then, you, well, then you just fall away. And you get off track for weeks or months. No consistency. No, exactly. No consistency. Don't think that God can promote that because it's not faithfulness. You can say, well, sometimes when I'm on, you know, I'm really on good and I do so well. Yeah, but you're not consistent. You don't stay on. And, and that is an issue in your life. And it has been for years because you are not consistently strong. You're not consistently allowing God to flow through you. You get, you get overwhelmed in your mind or you begin to put too much <clears throat> trust in your flesh. Or sometimes you just get off into sin. Right. And, and the thing is, is that you hinder yourself mm-hmm. because you don't throw yourself into the hands of God and stay there and say, Lord, I want to be kept in your hands. And, you know, and I, I, I said this many, many years ago, Lord, yank my chain if I start to get away from you. And I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit who has been faithful to do that. When I start mm-hmm. to get off and start to go in a direction that's, you know, that's not him, it's just like, you know, when we take our dog out, we've got her on a leash and everything, and sometimes, you know, her, her olfactory, you know, is like, I'm going to smell, you know, all the way up to Bristol. She's got a great I'm gonna, sniffer. I'm going to go for it. In this. And then yes. sometimes you just got to kind of yank that chain and say, hey, no, no, come back over here. This is, why, this is why we're out here. This is the direction we're going and everything. And many times the Holy Spirit needs to be doing that to us. Hey, no, don't go off in that direction. Get, away, get off of that trail. That's not of me. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and just, just stay, stay on track, stay on track. You know, early, very early into the, um, what did it, was it we went through, the, that pandemic, uh, what was it called? COVID, COVID-19, <laughs> I was like, what in the world was that's it? That's how much we <laughs> think of it. Yeah, that's, I was like, oh, I know it was Wait, something. What was um, that? I, all I could think of was, wasn't it like Corona? But the thing is, oh, is geez. that very that? early into that, I was just praying and, and the Lord spoke to me and he said, stay away from the QAnon stuff. It is a complete distraction. And so I told the whole church that, and I know some of them were like, 
They got Whoa. mad. They were they were neck deep into it. They were deep into it. it. And it they were like, oh, you know, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Sure. oh my gosh. But but I I heard from the Lord and God said, stay away from the QAnon. It's a complete distraction. Well, and so from was. the pulpit, I told right. the people that, no, do not follow that. Ignore it. It's a complete distraction. Don't listen to anything that's being said. Right. It'll take you off track. Well, sure enough. Okay. Because God knows the way. But I want to tell you, some people are like that in, their, in things in the spirit, in things of the flesh, in things in their mind. You get off track. You follow after this thing and that thing. It leads you in the ruts. It leads you into sin. It leads you into going in a direction that is absolutely opposed to the plan of God for your life. And then you wonder, why isn't God using me? You know, I, I went forward in, in, in this altar call of, and said, Lord, I'm yours. I, I give you myself, you know, take me. And, and uh, Lord, I, 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 you know, I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. Well, that's a lie, though. Because <laughs> then the next day you did what you wanted to do. You said what you wanted to say, and you went where you wanted to go. And that's the truth. People only want to apply that to what they call big things that actually currently aren't happening in their life, off in the future. Oh, yes, Lord, if you spoke to me to go minister in that, in that country in Pakistan, then, yes, I would be available to do that. But he speaks to you today to, like, give somebody 50 bucks, and you won't do it. Or he speaks to you to, like, go witness to that person. Go, go pray for that person. Oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm Share not- God's goodness with the ungodly person in your office. Oh, 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 that's not the setting. No, I, the Lord I work knows with them that. every day. Yeah, exactly. Change the atmosphere of the office. You know, there's some, I could yeah. just keep going and going and going, but we just need to shut it off here. Hey, it's good. There's, it's there's so, so good. many things that, that God would love to do and would love to increase us in. Right. If we would just be willing to say, Lord, burn your fire in me. I will, I will allow you to burn in me, God. Not just now when I'm talking. Not now when I'm just saying these words. But Father God, tonight, tomorrow morning, in the middle of the day, Lord, let your fire fall upon me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You have to continually ask for God to come in your life and to burn in you. Yes. Oh, you have to continually, so you know, just, just it's, so it's a true. relationship. Right. It's not like I told my wife, Hey, baby, I want you to know I love you, and I'm telling you now, on our wedding day, so that you don't forget it 50 years down the road now. Oh, Lord. Just remember, I love you. No matter what, no matter what I do, no matter who else I kind of, you know, give eyes to or give attention to, I love you. And, you know. I'm just going to tell you, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work? No. If you ever wondered, that wouldn't work. And so we come to God and say, Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours, Lord, completely yes, yours. Yes. You know, your vessel, your man, your woman. <clears throat> I don't yes. say I'm your woman. But <laughs> anyway. Thank you. But the thing is, is that, and, but then we go and we go in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why. You know, I'm just waiting for God to use me. Well, God's waiting for you to, 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 to come back in a relationship with him. Right. You said this one thing, and then you went and committed spiritual adultery. Right. That's fornication. So good. That's so good. You're, you're, you're going over there and you're all involved and all up in the devil stuff. Mm-hmm. And actually pregnant with the devil's ideas. Right. Pregnant with the devil's plans. Yeah. About to conceive something that will destroy your life. And you're saying, I don't know why God doesn't use me. Well, it's because you've been going in an ungodly way. 
And you have to stay faithful if you want to see God's increase in your life. You have to stay faithful That's to so God. That's so true. Be faithful. It's just like you were talking about a little bit earlier about the power of purity and holiness, like true holiness. Mm-hmm. Instead, where the church overall didn't actually preach from the pulpit and live from the pulpit, true holiness, they had to go to outside things to try to dictate what holiness would be. And so then it was the focus on, and it usually really pretty much for the most part just applied to the lady, right? Because her hair, the length of her hair, her makeup or rather lack of makeup, the dress she would wear, how high the collar would be, the sleeves, all that kind of stuff. I don't know what the guys things were. What it, I mean, they're really honestly long what? nose hairs, long ear hairs. <laughs> oh That's well, now that <laughs> that we we want to embrace <laughs> for sure, all out. <laughs> oh gosh, same for ladies anyway. Actually, no <laughs> length of hair, whatever, whatever it was. But um. Again, you see how it, it really goes back to that, though the purity of our heart, because the purity of our heart before the Lord and the surrender of our everything within us, and that is something that you lay on the altar again and again and again. Over and over. And not, I'm not talking about the altar of the church, a physical altar, although you can, you can go up there and you can do that. But most importantly and most often, it actually should be like in your own home, in your own time with the Lord, driving in the car when you're praying or whatever, in the shower or wherever you're at. You know, a lot of times even like with me, I'm, I'm praying and praying in the spirit even as I'm cooking dinner and, and just going about, about my day. I have a times when I spend with the Lord, but it needs to be a lifestyle. It needs to be flowing out of you. And even during mm-hmm. times like that, you're, you're like, Lord, burn in me again. Father, I just want you to know I love you so much. And then just being honest with them. Like I've had many times when I'm like, Lord, seriously, I, I don't even like want to, I'm sorry, but I don't want to even want to spend time with you. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I feel like this, like I'm moody. I'm blah, blah, blah. It, just honest before the Lord. But Lord, I don't want to stay that way. I want you to burn in me. I want you to change me. And I'll just say that those have been my monumental times of in cha- of change in my life that nobody saw on the outside until the fruit of it started coming forth. So yeah. again, you, just being honest, people don't even know how to be honest with each other, let alone with the Lord. Like he already knows exactly where you're at more than, more than you even know where you're at. He knows. So just be honest with him and ask him to, to help you because it, at the core of your being, I know you want to be everything that God has called you to be. And you want to be exactly what he's made available for you. You want to walk in the high places. We want you to walk in the high yes, places and they're available for you. And honestly, I see by faith, I see people making like crying out to God right now. I see you walking into new levels. I see you being able to access things. I see a joy about you that you've never walked in before. You've never experienced. I see power surrounding you and you're able to walk in the call of God upon your life and be the man of God, be the woman of God that he's called you to be. But it all flows from the purity of your heart that you're able then, he's able to flow, increase in you and you then you start changing. You start putting your hand to everything like within your, your realm of influence and starting within your own home and and things coming into order even it's like structural changes within the way that you operate just your daily life that actually leads to greater and greater increase and you're able to be a great leader actually that god has called you to be amen increase that's the plan of god amen should we pray with them before we go? absolutely father thank you so much 
for your power that is available to us. And I thank you to each man and woman that is listening to this podcast today, Father. I ask for you to transform their life as they cry out to you, as they call out and say, Lord, do your work inside of me. Father, I ask that they would receive your word with gladness, with joy, Father God. And I thank you that you work a change in them and through them in the name of Jesus so that, Lord, your kingdom can go forward in power through them, through their efforts, through their words, through their actions, Lord. I ask, Lord, as they diligently seek you and as they consistently stay in your presence, that, Father God, you would work such a dynamic change that everyone around them sees it. Everyone around them begins to talk about the transformation that has taken place because it's like heaven has come down and kissed this person. It's like God has shown up in his dynamic power in their lives. Father, their words are changed. Their actions, Father God, are deliberate and powerful. Father God, I ask you to give them grace to be able to make changes. Grace, Father God, to be able to go in a direction that you're calling them to, which is not where they are right now. But Lord, they are going to follow your plan and they will see the blessing of the Lord upon them in a mighty way. Great increase you have for them. And I thank you for it right now. I declare it and I decree it, Father God, that you were doing the miraculous, an incredible increase in their lives. And Lord, you will receive the glory for it in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So good. So good. And I'm just going to tell you this. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you need to be able to receive that. It's a free gift. And, you know, when Jesus left the earth, he said, I'm sending the, the Holy Spirit to be with you. And you have to have the Holy Spirit. You have to be endued with power from on high. It gives you boldness to be a witness. But the prayer language is you communicating with God. And I'm just going to tell you right now, you can receive it. If you're born again, if you're not born again, you need to ask. Or if you need to rededicate your life, you need to say, Lord, come in. Be my be my Lord. Be my Savior. I surrender everything to you. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to set me free. I ask you to change me and I surrender all to you. That's just a simple, you say it, obviously you can repeat after me, you can replay this, or you can just say it in your own words. It just needs to come from your heart. It's not just about the words, it's coming from your heart. But then immediately, and listen, when people are born again, immediately they should be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's the easiest then to receive. But Father, I just ask right now that you would fill them with your very Holy Spirit, your very precious Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you're the wonderful gift that has been given to you, yes, to us. Lord. And we invite you in. Thank you, and I just thank you, Father, that they, that they invite you in, they receive, and then they start speaking. And let me just say to you, this is instruction. You've got to then begin speaking it out. He'll fill you immediately, whether you feel something. Some people do, some people don't. I never felt something. I just by faith. It's something by faith that you take and then you start speaking don't start speaking in english you give you give way your tongue has to yield to it it's it's an act of faith and it's not going to be like i speak in tongues sound just like that or my husband or anybody else it's your own prayer language but you just start speaking by boldness take the step of faith and start speaking you don't need to be scared you take authority over fears shut down the lie of the enemy you're not 
doing it right or, oh no, that's just you. No, it's actually the spirit that is, that is, that is coming forth. And this is your prayer language. This builds up your spirit, man. Just like in the book of Jude, that the one chapter of Jude there, he talks about building up your most holy faith. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Yes. Praying in the Praying Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. This is vitally important for you. It strengthens your spirit. You pray the perfect will of God. And if you haven't been praying in the spirit very much, maybe you've been filled before, reignite that. Start that. Make a conscious effort. You pray in the Holy Ghost no matter what you're doing. We, we pray in the Holy Ghost all the time. Just it, let it be a flow out of you and you'll see your spiritual level go to just, I mean, there's no limits. It just goes and goes and goes and you see great increase that way. So Amen. anyway, Praise reach God. out to us, share this podcast, let us know how we can help you. We, love, we you. love you. Absolutely. Have a great day. So from the last day's podcast, we'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless.